This is CliffCentral.com. They say the perfect relationship is the imperfect relationship. We explored this thought with high achievers in their field. TV personality, Dr. Michael Moll, financial guru and writer, Maya Fischer-French, biokineticist and athlete, Lecheho Zulu, and her late husband, Gugu Zulu. Surely they would have some secrets that we all can use when looking for that elusive one. Hi, I'm Ruda Lampmann. The beginning stages of the relationship is always exciting, but Michael knocked any pretense out of the way. The truth is, I didn't know Jackie was the one, you know, but... uh... But 22 years later, man, I am wonderful. We were high school sweethearts, um, and we didn't get on very well at school, but just as soon as we got into varsity, uh, we really did hit it off, and she was gorgeous. She still is gorgeous. Maya was uncertain that they could make things work, considering their age. We started dating when we were 19, and we were married at the age of 23. And I remember when he proposed to me. I was, we were 22 when he proposed, and all, I thought, this is crazy. What are we doing? And you know what he said to me? He said, we can either build our lives apart and then get married, or we can build our lives together. And I fell for it, hook, line and sink, and I'm very <laughs> glad I did. I always said that the best thing I ever did was say yes. Lechehu and Gugu were a happy match even before they physically met one another as teens. I met Gugu when I was 16. We started dating when I was 17. And I was 16 going on 17. I hadn't turned 17 yet. Then there's the next level, when your partner wants to know, what is this? Michael approached it logically and headed for the hills. I, I remember coming to that point in our lives where we had to make that decision. Um, and of course the butterflies are there and, you know, the love is, is there. But I, I remember packing a backpack and just heading out for three days. Sacrebosi, some trail somewhere uh, up, up north, just to go and make that decision away from her, you know. It's, is this woman going to be uh, a soulmate? Is she going to be a great mother for my kids? Is she going to be a great companion one day when our kids are gone? You know, all those kind of uh, questions you've got to ask yourself and, and just make a, almost a, you know, I hope she doesn't watch this, but a logical decision. One to sort of say, you know, is this really the woman? And you know what? After three days, I wasn't convinced, but I took a chance anyway, and thank God I did. You know, she's turned out to be all of that and more. And when logic overruled his heart, a date was set. 10th of December, 1994. Um, I remember it well. Yeah, I wasn't wearing a tie, in fact. It was one of those little, you know, <laughs> no-collar ties. And I remember the, the minister saying, I normally start off the ceremony with a joke about, you know, how beautiful the bride looks and nice tie to the groom, but you don't even have a tie, so you kind of <laughs> stole my opening line. Uh, but no, it was a very, very special day. Maya, with her analytical mind, regularly takes stock of why her relationship is standing strong. I always look and I think, what is it that's kept us together? Because we're actually happily married. We're not just married because we have a, 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 a certificate. And I look and I think, what is it that's made this work? And we both respect each other um, deeply and not just superficially. We have incredibly deep respect for, for, for what each other does, for our value systems, for who we are as people. And I think any sound relationship begins and ends on respect. If you can't respect your partner or your partner doesn't respect you, it will not be a happy marriage. One often overlooked facet in relationships, which Maya finds delightful in her marriage, is... It's for me, it's the sharing, um, the ability to share with your life with someone. And I think that is, um, that, that, that's really important. I, again, you know, I probably wasn't an adult long enough to say, was there a, f- a massive change? But um, I think for me, marriage is, it's the sharing. Lechehu weighs in on what made her and her late husband Gugu's relationship work. What made it work 
is mutual respect for each other as humans and communication. We talked about everything under the sun. Um, and for me, that's one of the hardest things that I've had to deal with after having lost him because I don't have my, my sounding board anymore. Yes, I have my mom. She, she's also my best friend. But you know, when you commit yourself to someone else, when you get married to someone else, you start your own new family. Marriage changed me in a way that it became, I became we. And all of a sudden, I'm not one person anymore, I'm two, or we two are one, you know, from a, in a biblical sense, if you like. For Jackson and I, and we've had a couple of those, you know, it's not just one tick done. It's, it's a daily, we work at our marriage. A very practical way is that no matter what Jackie says or does, or what I say or do, we always think the best of one another. So it, it sounds very ordinary and almost um, patronizing in a way. I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt and just always think the best of you. And, and that's, it's been an amazing little approach that avoids the kind of uh, the misunderstandings or the, the, the feelings of regret or the feelings of, you know, the, the, the kind of the, the cancer that grows, that sense of, you know, you really don't get me or, you know, you're just out to get me. That, that, that happens under the, under the surface. And I think we deal with that by you know, just focusing on what's right about one another. For Maya, not letting go of romance is key too. We have date night every single week. It is a complete and utter non-negotiable. And I must tell you, there are weeks where I feel like I can breathe just because of that one evening with him. I feel like we can just, because you know when you're raising children, you're both working, it's just this chaos. And then to have that moment, that's just this little bubble that you can just touch base again, catch up on the week. Then there's the old saying, life happens when you are making plans. One change that Lechehu and Gugu could not have predicted was that he would be plucked away from their familiar and loved reality so soon. Gugu died just months after little Lelethu Naledi's birth. I'm, I'm super excited to even inform you right now that life is about to get exciting for me and my dearest wife. Uh, we're having uh, you know, a, a Zulu princess coming into our lives and it's something that I've always wanted. I want to go first. And the other thing is that it's my grand, it's my, my parents, as well as the Tsukhu parents, are going to be first-time grandparents as mm. well. So it's a change for everybody around us. A change that Gogo's whole family looked forward to. As for us as well, we've got a, a nice little house and we've got three bedrooms and got a bedroom that's now basically allocated to the Zulu princess coming. <laughs> the color scheme has been chosen. The painting needs to be done. Um, now I'm focused on, on, on just getting the baby room ready. So things such as the floors, carpets need to go. It's, it's a wonderful change and uh, we're super excited. We cannot wait. It even boils down to the kind of car that I'm driving now, you know, to be able to basically take everything that we need. And uh, it, it's, it's a beautiful moment, you know. Life is, as I said, about to get really exciting. Lechehu remembers with fondness the kind of dad her late husband was. He was absolutely amazing. He was hands-on father. Um, never turned a nose away from a, a diaper change. <laughs> um, always willing to babysit. Um, you know, before baby, Gugu and I used to go out and train together for the different endurance races. And, um, you know, once we had a little one, a new addition to our home, we then made a decision that our lifestyles don't change. She needs to get used to our <laughs> lifestyles. <laughs> but let's just change the schedule around a bit, you know. Um, and I remember specifically beginning of 2016, 
he was training for his fourth um, Cape Epic. I think it was end of March was when the race was. And um, I was training towards my first half Ironman, which was in June. And um, literally crossed the finish line of the Epic and he hung up his bike and he said, it's your turn. So that was me going out training and he was the father at home. You know, if I had to head out the home, um, head out the house at half past four in the morning to go for a swim at the gym and then a run afterwards, he was there. On the weekends, if I'm gone for an eight-hour ride on a Saturday morning, he was there with her. So they developed their own very close bond and she knows who her father is. We've got pictures in our home, um, on our walls and, you know, she points at them every single day. We have to, I have to pick her up because they're too high for her. Pick her up and... Um, you know, she'll kiss her daddy, she'll yeah. kiss her mommy, she'll kiss granny and kiss that person <laughs> and kiss that person. And she knows who her daddy is. Lucejo could only deal with the loss because of her network of support. When Gugu passed away, it took me quite a while to, to go back home. It was easier than I thought. Um, I remember I did visit the home a couple of times. Obviously, my, my clothes and my belongings were there. So, you know, I would go there to go and pick up clothes and I was pretty much living between my mom's house and Gugu's parents' um, home, switching between the two leading up to October. And um, when when I made the decision and I told the family that it's time for me to move back home, they absolutely supported me and they said to me, would you like us to move back with you to help help you get started again and I said not all of you <laughs> so my mom I nominated my mom where we stay my sister-in-law lives one kilometer up the road <laughs> my in-laws stay three kilometers to the left my mom stays three kilometers to the right after having lost Googs, there's nothing that I'm more grateful for than having family around what about the future there's this little person um, who still has her whole life ahead of her. And um, I'm not going to pause that. There's no pause button. And the best that I can do is to give her as much and expose her to as many possibilities and experiences as possible. Lechehu is still coming to terms with her new reality, but she will not give up. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There's a rainbow after the storm. There's life to be lived. He would want me to. She still has a relationship with him, unorthodox maybe, but as real as any other. He'll forever be with me, till infinity. This podcast is made just for you by Brightrock, provider of the first ever needs-matched life insurance that changes as your life changes. Visit changeexchange.co.za for more conversations about life's biggest changes. This is CliffCentral.com.